Hey sister, this is your host Chelsea here with the Hey Sis podcast and I am so excited to dive into today's topic. You have probably heard it said a million times before and I am just going to reiterate it and say it again. Our words are so powerful. They say that what the tongue is the strongest muscle in the body or whatever that saying is. It's so true because we literally have the power to speak life or death over our lives. And when you think of that, it's crazy. And, you know, it kind of goes into the mindset things that I've been talking about earlier this week. But it is so true and it is so important. What we are saying out loud, we are confessing and we are claiming over our lives. So I'm going to share a little bit of my story with you guys. Obviously, as we get to know each other here, you'll hear different pieces of my story at different times. But this one is crucial in how I found healing and it's directly related to this topic. For those of you that don't personally follow me on socials or just don't know me, I had my son in September of 2021. We had tried off and on for three years to get pregnant. I didn't think it was going to happen. I was actually waiting for my cycle to start so I could go in and schedule my fertility testing. Well, that cycle never came and I we ended up pregnant on our own. I had always wanted to be a mom. Being pregnant was my absolute most favorite time. I feel like I was so calm in pregnancy. I loved every single moment. I couldn't wait for delivery. I couldn't wait for all of the things that came with being a mom. Fast forward to having him um, at my six weeks postpartum visit. My OB had diagnosed me with severe postpartum anxiety. Now, I knew that something wasn't right, but I wasn't willing to admit that at the time. And she wanted to start me on a medicine, and I've never taken medicine like that. So I was like, no, can I be cleared to work out? Can I see if getting back into moving and a routine is going to help me? So she agreed that that was a good first place to start. And then she wanted to see me four weeks later. So when I went back for my 10-week follow-up, she said that it had turned into complete, full-blown postpartum depression. Now, if you're anything like I was, I automatically thought that postpartum depression meant that I wanted to harm myself or I wanted to harm my baby, and that was literally the complete opposite for me. I thought everybody else was going to hurt him. I thought if people were sick around him, it automatically meant he was going to die. Like, my anxiety was really bad. I just couldn't be around people. I was crying all the time, even though I was like, I should be so happy. It was just a really, really hard time for me in my life and for those of you that experienced it it's really hard to explain it to people that have never gone through it so I'm actually going to be doing an entire episode on this in April so definitely stay tuned for that but I just wanted to share a little bit of the background because you're going to need to know that for the healing part of this story so from the moment my OB diagnosed me with postpartum anxiety to full-blown postpartum depression I became that everything became about that. If something happened, I was like, well, it's because I have postpartum depression. If I talked out about it on my socials, I was constantly just saying it. And I wanted to use my platform to spread awareness about it because I didn't know much about it. And I wanted to show other women that they weren't alone. But I was going about it in a way where I kept claiming it over my life. And I kept saying well, it's because I have this and it's because of that. And it just became a part of who I was, right? Like Chelsea was related to postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. And I carried that and I claimed that on a regular basis. 
And if I'm being completely honest, I never thought that I would actually be able to talk about this subject and not cry because it was just such a hard, hard time in my life. But I am so thankful that what I went through led me directly to God and made me lean on him like I had never leaned on him before. And ultimately, it's what brought me back to my faith. It's what brought me to my church. It is what opened my eyes to just so much. And I am so thankful for it. God was so strategic in how he has played this last year of my life and the people he's brought into my life and the people he's removed from my life and just all of those things that I would have never had had I not gone through that. So as hard as it was, I'm grateful for it because it ultimately brought me to the healing that I, in that season, never ever thought would be possible for me. And talking about being on this side of it and finally feeling the peace and the happiness of what motherhood has to offer is what actually brings me to tears. And I'm not going to cry because then I'm going to have to stop and just start over. So we're not going to cry. But I remember constantly saying that I just want to be okay. I'm never going to be okay, right? Those were things I was saying out loud and claiming. And I didn't even register until November 6th. And I know this because I had texted my pastor after his sermon. And I'm going to read you what I said. I just wanted to thank you for today's sermon. I have zero idea if I got from it what you meant for people to get. And I really feel like I was only half there during most of all of it today. But at the end, you talked about people claiming things over their lives and specifically mentioned depression. And I wanted you to know that it really just hit me that ever since my doctor diagnosed me with postpartum depression, it is the first thing I say to myself when I start to go to a hard place. And I feel like it's just lingering around because I keep confessing it and saying I have postpartum depression. But after today's sermon, I'm not claiming that over my life anymore. I don't care what any doctor says. And I didn't even realize how badly I really needed to hear your message today. So thank you. It took 14 months and me hearing different things. And one day after praying and praying and praying, I heard something that finally clicked. And from that day forward, I never said it again. The only times I have said it out loud is right now. And then when I talked about it on my Instagram stories a couple weeks ago, and I talked about this exact message, because claiming things over our lives, whether we mean to or not, and that's not where our intentions go, what we say out loud, we're claiming. What we say out loud, we're telling our minds to believe. So we have got to be so careful with what we say and how we word things. And that message, that sermon was on November 6th. I think it was exactly one month later. And it was like the week before he turned 15 months. And I started crying because I hadn't felt that sense of peace at all since I've had him. And I was like, wow, like I'm okay. And I could not figure out for the life of me what it was. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I'm just finally okay. Like all of the times that I prayed for this and I begged God to make me better and I just begged for all of the things and I kept my faith and I went to church and I got baptized and I stood in worship and I read my Bible and I did all of these things and it was never happening. I was like, finally, it's finally happened. And it wasn't until just this month when I was talking to one of my other friends who's going through something very similar and I said this exact thing to her that it dawned on me. 
one month after I stopped claiming the postpartum depression, I stopped claiming the postpartum anxiety. One month after that, I finally felt the peace of what it's like to be okay. I finally felt the happiness of being a mom. I finally started to truly enjoy the season. And it's because I stopped claiming the bad out loud. So I read you the message that I sent to my pastor and he responded and I've held on to this since he responded. And remember, this was November 6th. I held on to this and he said, just remind yourself that the enemy doesn't have the right to place labels on your life. You are who God says you are. And I've held on to that. And I went back and a friend that I was talking to who's just prayed with me through literally this entire journey since I stepped foot into my church building had sent me a song called The Champion, and I'm going to link it in the show notes. And I started listening to that song every single morning and singing it out loud and standing in the mirror and singing it. And those were the things that I started saying about myself. And I never, ever claimed the bad over me again. And one month later, I finally felt it, and I finally felt healed, and I finally felt okay. So I hope that whatever season you're in, whatever hard times you're facing, whatever the doctor has said, I hope that you take this and you stop claiming those things over your life because you are not a diagnosis. You are not what the enemy wants you to believe. You are something so precious. This was something that my friend who has prayed for me constantly told me, um, You know, she reminded me that I was the daughter of a king and I was more precious than rubies. And you have to remind yourself of that. You were made in the image of God. You are here and you woke up today because he's not ready for you to come home. He's not done with you, which means you're here for a reason. So whatever the enemy is trying to get you to believe, whatever the enemy is placing in your head, whatever the enemy is trying to destroy for you, you have to shut it off. And you have to stop claiming that right now. You have to rebuke it in his name. You have to claim the good. You have to speak life over yourself. Because we have the choice to speak life and death and claim that over ourselves every single day. You have to claim it for you. You have to claim the good. You have to remember that your tongue and our words are so powerful. If you take nothing else from this episode, I want you to remember exactly what my pastor told me that I've clung to. The enemy doesn't have the right to place labels on your life. You are who God says you are. He's not done with you and you're worthy. I hope that this episode resonated with you. Let me know how I can pray for you in my DMs. If you need anything, my inbox is always open. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, follow us on all of our socials. And remember, I love you. Jesus loves you and you're worthy, friend.